When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Little changing of the guards. Mike the Zamboni. Coming in hot. It's like Buckingham Palace, if you've ever seen that. Mike yeah, sort of keeps walking back and forth outside of the door for the better part of the first hour. Don't make him smile. Mm-mm. Not a lot to and do And he's that. only wearing the fuzzy hat. That's yeah. right. That's it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. What are you doing here? They said, hey, man, stand down. you got another 15 minutes. So I, I can hang out for a little bit of this segment, and I wanted to chat music with you. All right. Give me the beat. Hey, man, let me do it the Just real way. Just give us the beat. The beat. Here give me the beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This This is The Beat. So this is kind of neato. Taylor Swift is currently on her Eras tour, which I don't like the name. I'm just going to say it. Eras. It's hard to say. It's almost like you're saying errors, but in a New York accent. Yeah, so... Just to give a different perspective, that that, that three-letter word that you're talking about um, is, for most people, not a difficult word to say, era, eras. Um, but I know that you, there's a New York baggage that you bring in. There, there's Jersey emotional turmoil that comes with it, because when I hear you say her eras tour, it goes a little Florida, eras, orange. Should you bring an orange to the eras tour in Florida? All right, I want to hear Mike say the word. Era. You're saying era. Era. Like air. Uh. Era. How are you saying it, Donna? Era. Era. But yet that feels challenging. Weird. Yeah, it feels. Era. It doesn't sound like I. Well, now well, the more I say it. after it. Now I feel like I am saying error with a New York accent. Era. Era. You get what I'm saying? The Taylor Swift Eras tour. Anyway. Talking about the tour, it is pumping big bucks into local economies. Listen to this. By the time it's done, it will have generated $4.6 billion in tourism-related expenses, like hotel accommodations and food. Um, That's crazy. That's awesome. Uh, In addition to $12 million in ticket sales... Per show, Swifties are also spending an average of $1,300 plus to attend those shows. Talking about, you know, getting there, travel, Mm -hmm. food, and then Mm -hmm. other expenses. So that's great. She's pocketing about $10 per show. 
Wow. That's what I heard. That's that a is, lot. Wow. Good for her. That's so cool. I'd cut the concert short, the the tour. I'd meet with my accountant after about the sixth city and be like, I have how much in my account? Yeah. $60 like, I don't need dollars? to do this. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just put up a Morgan Wallen message. Tell him, uh, yeah, it was my voice. Hmm. Yeah. Tell him I can't come out tonight. Now, let me tell you about Ed Sheeran. His mathematics tour broke an attendance record previously held by U2 at MetLife Stadium. I think, Mike, Mike, did you tell us about this yesterday? Yeah. 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 I mean, however, okay, so listen to this. So he had, uh, what was it, 89,000 fans on Saturday? Shish. 89,000 fans. Okay. The venue standard seated capacity is 82,500, but they have standing only tickets. Mm. Holy cow. Okay, so when you hear that, you're like, this number doesn't mean anything. Um, Where the heck is it? The CMA Fest. Um, Darn it, I put the wrong link in. I think CMA Fest broke a record. Now, this is an entire festival with many different artists, and I think that was around... 89,000, 90,000. 90, more 90. than 90,000. Okay. So, but then you that's look at yeah. one person. <laughs> like, that's a weekend. That's a whole festival. Ed Sheeran doing that with one show, one night. Hmm. Crazy. Love that guy. He is. He's I, good. My, my, my tune on Ed Sheeran. I pushed back on Ed Sheeran because you were so into Ed Sheeran, I found it slightly disconcerting toward the beginning of our time together. But he does seem like a really nice guy. Just filthy rich, but strangely down to earth. So talented. Very, very talented. So strongly. You should very watch talented. the documentary. I really think you'd like it. I should watch that. I can't remember what it's called, though. Hey, Ed. Yeah, it's on, uh, I think it's on Disney Apple. Plus? It's oh, Disney, Disney Plus. Oh, Disney, you're yeah. right. It is Disney. Disney Plus? Yes, look it up. Look it up. The yeah. sum of it all. The of course. That's right. S-U-M. Mm-hmm. It's always about the math. Yep. You know, has anyone ever asked him why? Like, what's what's his obsession with math? That's well, a, music, I'm sure someone's asked. Music him. basically is just math. What? what do you mean? Like chords and putting it all together and figuring it all out and the beats per minute. It's all just math. It's why I suck at making music. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You ever taken a music theory class? No. Let me encourage you. If you're ever invited to one, go find a coffee table. Thick wood, preferably. Slap your head off of it. More enjoyable <laughs> than a music theory class. I can promise you. I went to like an eight hour <laughs> symposium of like we're all gonna get smarter this whole day on saturday two long sessions a morning and afternoon i learned jack squat but for those smarties out there who know it they become quite accomplished you can really knowing how stuff works is good there you go (laughs) kids there's your sound bite all right thanks steve that was awesome okay now listen to this tour that's going on right now so old school R&B artist Anita Baker is touring with Babyface. And she claims that his fans are bullying her because Babyface is... uh, Okay, so here's the deal. 
baby faces fans think he should be the headliner when in fact he's opening for her, I believe. Okay. He's the opener, but he's been playing really long, which cuts into her set. And she thinks that his fans are disrespecting and bullying her because they think they should have at least have equal billing. Hmm. She refers to them as Kenny's crazies Hmm. because his name is Kenneth. Um, And she asked him to call them off. She was like, some of his fans are not accepting of the reality that he is contracted as a special guest support on her tour. She's right. Yeah. And some even, she says, even want to hurt her. Crazy town. Not It's tough to share the same stage if you know that sort of strife is going on. Right. Uh, there was a show back in May that got off to such a late start that Babyface was asked to skip his set entirely so that Anita had time to do her whole show. Wow. Cray cray. Anyway, cray-cray. leave Anita alone. Leave Anita alone. Anita, um, I'm looking for a hug and kiss. Wait, hang on. Let me Anita get it. hug and kiss. No, is it Anita Amanda hug? What was the Simpsons thing? I don't Why know. Why did I start talking? All right, so they call the bar. Moe's Tavern. Yep. Um, I'm looking for... Anita. Anita. But then it, I think it's Anita Amanda Hug and Kiss. Golly. This is the worst. Uh, Good thing we're not live. <laughs> what is it? Ugh. We'll find it. My... Stupid brain! Now you're going to leave. And I'm going to leave. I know, and that makes me feel extra bad that I'm leaving with this sort of garbage that I just gave you. Amanda? Maybe it's Amanda. Amanda Hug and Kiss. Yeah. Amanda. Moe's Tavern, or, you know, whatever. Moe's. I'm looking for a gosh. This is stupid. We have to submit. You're like that person at a party that puts, thinks they can tell a joke. <laughs> and he suddenly takes the whole room hostage. Everyone's listening now, and now they feel trapped. Totally. And they know the only way out is fake laughter when finally they find a part of the punchline. You did get there. What is it? He calls and says, looking for Amanda Hug and Kiss. And Mo turns around and says, I'm looking for Amanda Hug and Kiss. Right. And that's that was that's the bit. There's actually like 40 of these. So you can oh, run yeah. through them if oh, you'd yeah. like. That's yeah, yeah. Let's save it for a little later in the show. Why <laughs> All not? All right. Uh, Steve, are you taking off? I believe so. All right. Well, this is awkward. Um, I'll leave. When we come back, Donna put a very Donna story in for everybody to enjoy. <laughs> It is Donna Valentine for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. You know, something worth noting, if you are ever, God forbid, injured in an accident, one of the first things you should really, really do is contact an experienced personal injury attorney like Mike Bryant and Bradshaw and Bryant, because it is so important to have someone on your side who's advising you. And when you get a hold of Mike, He'll set up a meeting where you can discuss your case. It's totally free of charge. And if he does think you have a case, it still won't cost you anything in legal fees unless there is an actual settlement. And I have to say, research does show that on average, unrepresented individuals receive in their pocket a third of the compensation as those who are properly represented. Uh, Certainly the hope is that an accident never happens to you, but if it does, you could get a hold of Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant so he can help you navigate through your legal options, insurance forms, and whatnot. You'll find him very easily at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. 
Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, Steve had to step away for a moment. He'll be back shortly. Um, Mike the Zamboni's hanging with me. Hey, dude. Hey, how's it going? Honk, honk. Honk, honk. Uh, good. <laughs> um, you know, I normally don't click on clickbaity things. Sure. You know, like they'll they'll have some like awful thing like they'll have a celebrity's name like so-and-so you're not going to believe how she looks now exactly yes it's so awful Mm -hmm. but i have to say can resist (laughs) i saw the heading your dog may eat you when you die oh no and i had to click it now i have to click this (laughs) hey sorry friends donna just got dark again all right tell me why my dog's gonna eat me Okay, first of all, dogs can be incredibly loyal, right, to their human companions. Sure. But there is now some scientific evidence suggesting that if you do drop dead, your dog may very well eat your remains, even if there's plenty of other food around. (laughs) I don't have a reason for it, but there was a paper that was uh, in the Forensic Science International Journal Sounds official. Of which I'm a subscriber. <laughs> um, no, in um, at Bing, Binghampton University's Department of Anthropology examined a case involving a pet owner who passed away in their home. I have long said this to Steve. I'm like, I got to get one of those life alerts. Because sure. if I drop dead, you know, my dog's going to eat me. Yeah. I no longer have a dog, nor did I eat him. Anyway. Um, it was a 54-year-old woman who had not been seen for several weeks. And inside the house was a skeleton. No. Free of soft tissue. Oh. And two well-fed dogs. Mm. A chow and a lab mix. No. These are domesticated animals. And they feasted upon their caregiver until virtually none of her was left. Now... That might imply like a desperate act of starvation, but both pet and human food was also found inside the oh. house, meaning that they had options. Wow, that's horrible. <laughs> that is so scary. Down to the bone? Yuck. Yeah. In one case, in 1997, a German shepherd didn't even wait for hunger pangs to set in. <laughs> he just devoured its owner's face within hours. They're saying the reason it could have to do with like something genetic dating back to pre-domesticated canines. Okay. Or maybe we just taste good. Yeah, I don't know. So isn't that crazy? Not better than that. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Kibble, they got sitting over there for a couple of weeks. It's fresh meat. Yeah. I guess. Ugh, fresh? I don't know. <laughs> well, I guess fresh Pretty is. Fresh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, that is just terrifying. Ugh. But these are only like two cases, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. I assume my cat would, because oh, cats sure. look like they're always just, you know, plotting your death. So, <laughs> But yeah, this surprises me. Wow. I know. It's Again, exciting. I would totally get it if it had been weeks and they have no food. But when there was both human and dog food available, right. they're like, nah, this sounds a this lot better. This is better. better. Mm-hmm. That is so Yikes. disgusting. Yes. Anyway, that's my story. Steve has a story in here that um, has to do with um, expired. No, I don't want to say expired. That okay. sounds wrong. <laughs> We're just talking about expiring. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some soft drinks, five of them that you'll Ooh. never see again, including Coca-Cola's first ever diet drink. Fans really want it to return. I am talking about Tab. Oh, yeah. Remember that? That was so aftertasty. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a reason why it's not back and nobody likes it. It tasted not good as compared to what we have today. Um, it had a long run. Uh, it was first brought to the public in 1963 and then later discontinued in 2020. I didn't realize it was that old. Uh, some other ones. Crystal Pepsi. Okay. Hubba Bubba Soda. Do you remember Hubba Bubba? I, I don't. mean, I remember the gum, but it was a bubble gum it's... flavored drink. Oh, I'm glad that one's gone. That sounds terrible. That sounds real bad. Crystal Pepsi, that was gross. Wasn't that just clear? Yep. And it was Pepsi. It was only, yeah, that was like in the early 90s. That was. I think they should bring that back. Really? Well, because then your teeth won't get stained. But you're expecting when you grab it to to it to taste like Pepsi because it's a Pepsi, but it's or excuse me, it's going to taste like it look like a Sprite, but it's going to taste like Pepsi. Oh yeah. And I don't know if your true. mind's going to be able to handle that. You're right. That's ooh. That's, that's pretty tricky oh, for the brain you. to deal with. I don't remember this one, do you? Um, 7 Up Gold? No, is it 7 Up that was gold? Uh in 1988, 7 Up Gold was introduced and instead of the citrus flavor that the brand is known for, this was a spice-flavored drink. Spice? Yeah. Ugh. Like spice. Think like Captain Morgan, like spice. Okay. That is weird. I'm looking at pictures of it now, and I have no recollection of this ever happening. No, I, I don't this either. Was early. And then Hubba Bubba, I want to look at that. Um, it was around for less than five years. It, it This was in the 80s. This was right around when Jolt came out. Okay. And I guess it was... You know, soda was having a moment. I can't believe Surge didn't make that list. Oh, Surge, that yeah. Was, that was the one that I was uh, right in the prime for when Coca-Cola had to create something c- to compete with Mountain Dew and they bring out Surge. And That's right. Your teeth almost instantly fell out as soon as you finished a can of it. <laughs> yeah. So much sugar. So much. The, the sugar and the caffeine yeah. combination. I mean... Wow, that'll wake you up. Mm-hmm. Apparently sure. Burger King had one like seven years ago where it was called the Sur- Frozen Surge, and they brought it back as a frozen drink. Oh, see, that would probably be pretty good. Yeah, that sounds all right. I don't want them ever to get rid of... Did are, Can you still get a Mr. Misty at DQ? 
Oh, I don't know about that. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, I loved Mr. Misty. I was a peanut butter buffet guy, then evolved into a blizzard guy, and I never had a Mr. Misty. Got it. So a Mr. Is. Misty is like um, like a slurp. A slushy? Yeah. A slushy. Okay, yeah. It's on yeah. their website. Yeah, you can still ah. get that. Misty slush is what it's called. Ooh, I'm going to go get one today, mm-hmm. I think. Looks refreshing. It really does. On a like hot summer night. I love Took it. the words right out of my mouth. I thought you were going to nice. start singing meatloaf. I love it. <laughs> On a hot summer night. Hey, uh, what's the score for the College of Pop You Culture are March? leading 60, uh, I got to see here, I think 62 to, or 63 to 61. Let me see here. Make it official. 63, 61. You've got the advantage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woo. All right, shall we play? I would love to. All right, let's, let's uh, get someone on the phone. 651-641-1071. You decide after hearing the category, do you want to team up with Steve or me? If you choose correctly, you will win a fabulous prize. That's coming up next on My Talk 1071. Donna here for Spire Credit Union. You know, Spire is great. I'm a member. They've got loans for pretty much any purpose, like new or used vehicles. Uh, Spire offers low rates, so you can get, you know, more car for your money. Not to mention extended warranty plans with better coverage and at a lower cost than the dealers. Spire has been in the business since the 1930s. They love to give back to the community. For example, in the month of June, Spire is teaming up with champion wrestler Gable Stevenson to collect shoes and clothing for patients at Regions Hospital. These are people who are either unhoused or have limited resources. And then donated items uh, allow these patients to leave the hospital in comfort and with dignity. Uh, right now, they need things like tennis shoes, slip-on shoes, sweatshirts, sweatpants, uh, tees, and other basics. Uh, you can drop off at any of Spire's 22 locations and find more at myspire.com. Spire is insured by NCUA, an equal housing opportunity lender. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve. Is Steve back? He is Hi. back. Oh, hey, Steve. I don't have my camera up. Sorry. My, oh, know. Didi. Hey, man. You'll love what you see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to humble brag here, but... I'm too late. Um, All right. I was just told by Mark Consuelos. I just did a little okay, shoot for okay. something with Kelly All and Mark. Right, let's hear the compliment. And, uh, and it was... He said, hey, I just want you to know, green is your color. Your eyes are popping. <clears throat> so... Don, I don't believe you've ever mentioned the color of my eyes. Do you even know that they're green? Not really. I would have Done. I would have pegged them for hazel. Oh, really? Yeah. So anyway, my man crush on Mark Consuelos obviously just went up since our chemistry just took a significant <laughs> step forward, I feel like. Congratulations. Don. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Time for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Donna holds a two-point lead. 63 wins for Donna, 61 for Steve. Steve, I wanted to give you a quick update of what happened yesterday. 
I announced that the theme was Harrison Ford movies, at which point Maddie B from TV was like, yes, I love Harrison Ford. This is great. I'm oh, going to crush her. He didn't answer a single one correct. Oh, my gosh. Did you go three for three, Donna? No, no, I didn't. I think I got... You got one. I got one. You got the fugitive. So you won one nothing. Yes. And the caller also could not help. A win win is a win. After this, um, is there a possibility that instead of the tiebreaker, could we just run the Harrison Ford question by me at some point? Sure. So we'll do today's first, and we'll maybe get to that after. Sounds good. Uh, Today is a very special day for a couple of people. Uh, First off, the subject of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Turning 70 years young today is Timothy Dick. Hmm. Say who now? You know him better as Tim Allen. Oh, okay. I can see why he changed the name. Sure, yeah. Some feel it might be appropriate. Um, we are going to also give a big happy birthday wish to Shelly, ah, whose birthday is today as well, and she's going to play along. Shelly, hey, Shelly. Hi, guys. Hi. How are you? What's what's going on today? What are you up to? I want Steve to do that thing where he guesses my age by my voice. Absolutely, Shelly. I would buckle your chin strap if I was you. First, give me another sentence or two. Tell me, what are you doing today? Um, Right now, I'm just hanging out. All right. I just vacuumed my floor. Okay, nice. Um, listen, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win games. I've got you at 61 years young. How much? 61. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm picking Donna. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, Shelly, I think you sound like you're 38. And Thank you, Donna. <laughs> Thank you very much. But I have to warn you, I am not a big Tim Allen fan. And I am a big Mitt Nella fan. Um, now, <laughs> Shelly, I do think before you choose, you owe it to the listeners to tell us how old you are. I am 52. Okay. All right. So I was closer. <laughs> yeah, 52. All right, all right. Now, I know that I obviously just severed our relationship. That being said, I want you to win a prize. The topic is Tim Allen. Do you want to team up with Donna or Steve? I'm still going with Donna. Okay. Bye, Steve. <laughs> Bye, everybody. All right. We might lose, but it'll be fun. And by the way, I should mention the prize for today is actually a pair of movie passes to a screening of Everybody on Thursday, June 22nd at Showplace Icons West End. Okay. So that's what you're playing Fabulous. for today, Shelly. No pressure. And to put you on hold again, the theme today is Tim Allen. So it is College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Birthday boy Tim Allen is who we are uh, talking about today. We'll start it off with this one. Tim Allen's most iconic role was as Tim Taylor on ABC's Home Improvement. Each episode, he hosted a Binford-sponsored show within a show titled this. I don't know. His Toy Story character's name was inspired by this real-life Apollo 11 astronaut. Oh, uh, Woody? He's not Woody. Uh, I'll get back to you. Alan teamed up with this legendary comedian in 1997. Buzz Aldrin for uh, number two. Alan teamed up with this legendary comedian in 1997's comedy Jungle to Jungle. They'd meet again in the Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. Legendary comedian. Oh, you want another Santa comedian? Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. That is, uh, um, the guy, hey, take my wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Maybe Shelly is a big Tim Allen fan. Shelly, we're bringing you back up here. Uh, she got one, an- or she answered one answer with Buzz Aldrin there in the middle question. Did you hear the other two questions? Oh, um, tool time is the first one. Okay, and, then- and it's Buzz Lightyear. 
Nope. Let me reread the second question. His Toy Story character's name was inspired by this real life Apollo 11 astronaut. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, no, Donna's right. That, I'm sorry. The, no, you're yeah, fine. But the first one is tool time. And then the sure. final question Alan teamed up with this legendary comedian for the 1997 comedy Jungle to Jungle. They would meet again in the Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. I wish I knew that. Okay. Me too, Shelly. I'm sorry, yeah. Uh... It's all right. Uh, it's all right. Steve, we'll might, you, he might he might know it. We'll put but. you back on hold, Shelly, and we'll bring Steve back in here. Hey, Steve. Come on. Come on, buddy. Boo. How did it, how did it go? Pretty good. Okay. Good, not great. All right. All right. Again, Tim Allen celebrating a birthday today. He's the theme for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Are you ready? I'm ready. We'll get it started with this one. Tim Allen's most iconic role was Tim Taylor on ABC's Home Improvement. Each episode, he hosted a Binford-sponsored show within a show titled this. Tool Time. His Toy Story character's name was inspired by this real-life Apollo 11 astronaut. Buzz Aldrin. Alan teamed up with this legendary comedian for the 1997 comedy Jungle to Jungle. They would meet again in the Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. Martin Short, I'm going to go with for a second. They're for sure in The Escape Clause. Hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of the big new addition. All right, I'm going to stay with that. Was Martin Short in Jungle to Jungle? I'm going with it, but that's surprising. I'd also like to say what's up to all the kids out there. Sorry. All right, let's run through <laughs> oh my these answers here. And uh, we'll start it off with the first one. Uh, Tim Allen's most iconic role was Tim Taylor on ABC's Home Improvement. Each episode, he hosted a Benford sponsored tool within a sh- or excuse me, show within a show titled This It's Tool Time. That is right. You both nailed it. And I think that they could reboot Home Improvement, and the jumping off point for that show would be they're trying to reboot Tool Time. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. People would be into that for sure. So uh, that is uh, the first one there. We're moving on to uh, the second one here. We've got Alan teamed up with this. Excuse me. His Toy Story character's name was inspired by this real-life Apollo 11 astronaut, Buzz Aldrin. The correct answer. Of course, he was Buzz Lightyear. And we move on to the final one. Alan teamed up with this legendary comedian for the 1997 comedy Jungle to Jungle. They'd meet again in the Santa Claus 3, the escape clause. In the Santa Claus 3, this individual played Jack Frost. And his name was Martin Short. Well done, Steve. Oh, man. Who'd you guess, Donna? I guessed. I guessed. (laughs) You know, the guy who's like, oh, take my wife. I just flew in, and boy, are my arms tired. That guy. Rodney Dangerfield? You got it. <laughs> and hey. you already forgot his name from when you guessed it. I didn't guess his name. I just said those things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That's funny. Shelly, it's your Shelley, birthday. Shelly, we're sorry. Happy oh, birthday. It's okay. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Bye. Oh, have we love you, Shelly. best birthday. Yes. Thank be- you. Beautiful day. She is okay, celebrating day. 52 years, her voice celebrating 61. By the way, Steve. <laughs> that was my guess. Okay. That's dangerous when it. someone says, let me guess. What they exactly. say? Pro tip for my Stevie boy. <laughs> Anytime you guess a woman's age, my good man. Guess lower. Always guess 10 years younger. Always, always, no. always. Because if you fail... And lose the battle of guessing. At least you don't lose the war of getting picked for College of Pop Culture knowledge. <laughs> There's, I understand their point, but when you put me on that, 
I'm in it to win it at that point. I want to win it, and I've, I've done pretty well before. And like I said, when you want me to guess your age based on the sound of your voice, which we have had people ask for us to not do that, <laughs> uh, I'm not in it to make friends. I'm in it to win. I was wrong this time. But you did the opposite. You guessed 38. That is correct. And you were just trying to make friends. We love you, Shelly. No, we love you, Shelly, no matter how old you are. They say the vocal 61 is the new vocal 51. <laughs> Nobody says that. That's true. Do you have a tip? I do. Do you want me to make it official? Sure. Time for a tip. There you go. Oh, that's all you're doing? Yep. I mean, technically, this is this is your tip, but let me see if I can drive the car. Yeah, if not, I could do it. Do you, you want to get luckier? Do you believe in luck, first of all? What do they say? The harder I work, the luckier I get. Right, Right, Donna? you got it. That's a fun thing. I mean, sometimes I think you're lucky, like if you play the lottery. Or if you sure. do a little scratch-off, you're like, whoa, I just got lucky. I yes. won at pull tabs. And then you meet those lousy sad sacks who are like, I've never won anything. Yeah, I just dropped 100 bucks. Yeah, on pull tabs and meat raffles and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, love a good meat raffle. Three ways to make yourself a little bit luckier. Number one, act like you're lucky. Okay. One reason people get lucky is that optimists prepare better and put themselves in better situations than pessimists do. Like someone who believes that they're lucky might get hired for a great job because their luck makes them more confident in their interview. I think you could exchange the word luck there with just what they're talking about. Positive thinking. You know, what's your vision right. of how is this going to go? Right. If you think it's going to go terrible, it's probably going to go terrible. I'm going to make a vision board. Thank you. I would love to see it. <laughs> and I bet authorities eventually would as well. <laughs> <laughs> the second way to make yourself luckier, shake up your routine. When you step out of your comfort zone, your senses will be sharper and more random things will happen. That gives you more chances for unexpected luck to come your way. Okay. I like that. And finally, have a short memory. If something unlucky happens, the best thing you can do is just forget it immediately. Just bye. No more. Bye. See the scientists say, you know the scientists. Oh, yeah. Them. They say that the best way to have lucky things start happening again is to keep making smart bets. So short memory. It's kind of like they say that with quarterbacks in football. Yeah. Have a short memory. You can't be thinking about that interception. It's like, boom, dead and gone. Can't do anything. Yep. To get it back. Let's go. Keep going. Yes. We should coach a sports team. Oh my Project God. Down and Dirty coach. You know what I'm thinking, Project Down it? and Dirty? What is it, Queen? I, Dude Ranch. I think that's kind of a cool idea. You ever tried, you've milked a cow before. Yes. At the state fair yes, or something. Yes, I have. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to, I don't know. I, does that mean we have to rope calves and stuff like that? Well, that's rodeo, maybe a little more. Like, are you thinking like farm? What do you mean, dude ranch? You know, dude ranch. No, I don't. That's why I asked. <laughs> you know. You can say it again. Yeah, uh, dude ranch. Dude ranch. Like, hey, dude, let's ranch. <laughs> what is it? What is? I don't know. I don't uh, know. You said it. I don't know. Oh, ooh. Vacation destinations perfect for every traveler, including solo travelers. Guess what ooh. I'm doing this weekend? Wait, did you just see that? I sure did. Why don't we talk it through? Okay. We want to go through some of these perfect vacation destinations for the solo traveler? Maybe. Come on. Yeah. This show is living, breathing. Right. We're like bacteria. <laughs> we got more of us <laughs> On a coming petri dish. right up. Okay. It's Donna Stevens, my time. All right. Friends, what's up? Hey, Stevie Boy. My buddy's over at the Canopy Group. 
Um, you know, we, we kind of peel back the curtain a little bit and tell you the Canopy Group. So some clients, they'll send you notes and say, hey, we got this coming up. Could you mention this? we got a special, all that kind of stuff. And it's great. We love to do it. This time they said, can you just congratulate all the seniors? We think they're great. <laughs> like, that's it. And so uh, I just think that's so cool. And so on behalf of the Canopy Group, who, yes, they can absolutely help you save a load of money when it comes to your auto and homeowner's insurance, go to thecanopygroup.com. They're just like, we love driving around, going to the graduation party, seeing them happening, seeing the different signs up in front yards, really celebrating these seniors, college and high school, who have gone through so much over the last four years. And it's really cool. And so as you watch them go into the next phase, for any seniors out there, moms and dads of seniors, way to go. You did it. You got them to sort of this finish line in life and a lot more life to be lived after that. So on behalf of the Canopy Group, who helps you save loads of money on your auto and homeowner's insurance, Congratulations to all the graduating seniors out there. And I'll write your name. Good morning. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Mm. Uh, dude Ranch. Yeah, we learned what it is. Yeah, it's right. uh, so a dude was an urbanite. It's what Western cattle ranchers or cowboys called big shot city slickers. Oh. And when city dwellers from the East Coast discovered that ranch visits in the wide open west made for great vacations ranches started hosting them and eventually charging for their for you to stay so it's basically a vacation destination where well, you I'll get be. to you know you get to take do learn how to do a lot of the things that they do every day right so it's an immersive vacation where you you get lodging and then and meals and then horseback riding adventures, fishing, hiking, campfires. Hmm. Sort of, Isn't that fun? It's interesting. Yeah. Maybe take a cooking class. Yeah. That's interesting. I want to do that. You can do that. I'm good. Because you found it on a list of great solo vacation destinations. Uh yeah. And then the rest that I found are more like just, uh, let's see here, Beaver Creek, Colorado. I don't oh. know why that's a great, I guess there's a lot to do there. You think they have a lot of beavers? Maybe. Maybe. I don't think I've ever seen a beaver. What? In the wild. You haven't? No, with their big slapping tails. Oh, my gosh. They're the contractors of the forest. I saw one walk into my neighbor's yard one day, and I just went, what the hell was that? (laughs) I was just like, what is that? That's the biggest mouse I've ever seen. (laughs) They They are cute. How about Grand Cayman, Cayman Islands? That's a good place. Yeah, that's because you all you need is a beach and a chaise lounge. Correct. Yeah, that's great. Florida, you know. Florida. Where about Florida's a big state. There's all sorts of different Floridas that you can vacation to. Oh, for sure. You got a Tallahassee, it's different than if you're in South Beach. That is correct. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. They say Rome should be on every solo traveler's bucket list. I went to Rome and loved it. I thought it was great. We only spent a couple of days there, but I really liked it, especially if you if you have an appreciation for beautiful architecture. Yeah. Take a tour of the Vatican, my friends. Yeah, you I would like, like that. It. Yeah, there's so much to do. I mean, just jump on a tour. Uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico, that is on my bucket list. I very much want to go there. Yeah, that's it. That's kind of a cool, sleepy, artsy, kind of... artsy 
funky, trendy, quiet, yeah, you, tan town. A lot of the buildings are just like various shades of beige. And in the meantime, I'm picturing a lot of Adobe. You know what I mean? Tell me if you know what you mean when you say that. Uh, you know, like that clay type of buildings. I don't a lot know. Of, like lot in parks. Of, a lot of clay. Um, anyway, th- that looks like there's 20 museums alone. Wow. I'm going there. That's where I'm going. Bye. Mm. Yeah, it's we. it was about an hour and a half north of Albuquerque when I lived in Albuquerque for a few years. And it was nice. But I never thought everyone was like, oh, Santa Fe. Maybe I just didn't have a, a good appreciation for it at the time. Yeah. You know, Depends I don't know. where you are in life. Yeah, Here's sometimes. somewhere I very much want to go as well. Asheville, North Carolina is great for a solo trip. Very yeah. beautiful. I've, how about the, uh, the the beach in North Carolina? I hear like the, they've got some nice coastline yep. with some really great destination beaches. Indeed, Steve. Thank, Thank you, Thank you. Tuscany. Oh, that looks beautiful, too. Santa Barbara, California, Iceland. Mm. Just jump on a tour. New York City, plenty to do. Toronto. Yeah, look at all these places out there to explore. Naples, Florida. Naples. Slovenia. Not a big fan of the name Naples. Want to keep moving, but I just wanted to say that. (laughs) I get it. I get it. Uh, Vietnam. Thailand. Mm. More exotic traveling there. I'd like to go to Tokyo. Oh, that'd be nice. It just what? feels like it'd be interesting. What is the, where's the red light district? Is that Thailand? That's in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. And I know that because I once had a long layover en route to Nairobi, Kenya, where I was going to go stay with my buddy Nick back in the day. And I had this long layover. So they put us up at a hotel. I knew nothing. I knew nothing. Oh. And I was 17. Oh boy. And I'm like, oh, look at these little cafes, all these dudes sitting out and yep. at these tables. And I was like, oh my gosh. That woman does not know that her curtains are open. <laughs> <laughs> that was the red light district, everybody. <laughs> My uh, brother and his wife just uh, came back from there not that long ago. And Joan was telling me, she's like, yeah, so I'm looking down at my phone and we're just strolling. You know, we were in a cafe and she said, and all of a sudden I looked up and there was like a breast in my face. Wow. She was walking very close to the buildings. To the windows, sure. Yeah, just, you know, aimlessly walking. Now, that's the kind of thing you would expect to see in Naples. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Morocco is another great place. Uh, Galapagos Islands. Oh, John, nice. Thank you. Nice job. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, you've sounded very confident there. Thank you. Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, that's that feels like that'd be a cool spot to check out as well. You know where else I think would be? Where's the place with all the squares in one of the Carolinas? Nope, it's Georgia. Come on, help squares. me. Squares. Okay, lots of town squares. Okay. Okay, it's in uh, Georgia, South Athens, Southern Georgia, Savannah. Savannah, thank oh, you. Oh, I do declare. Fetch me some marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of that is what I anticipate. Athens, Greece, New Orleans, Austin, Ooh. Texas, Sri Lanka. Okay, we're getting there. Singapore. Better with Galapagos than she did um, uh, Sri Lanka. 
Can I say true? No, no. no you, they, well, it was Sri actually Lanka. better than uh, New Orleans. How do you say it? I don't know. You were like, you were in your affected, I'm nervous state of being. So you're like, New Orleans and they're boom. But Galapagos, <laughs> that's the confidence that we need from you. All right, here's one in Brazil. Okay, I'm going to give here. it a shot here. All right, everybody. It's going to be real bad. <laughs> Set record at home if you're listening. All right, it is Florianopolis, Brazil. Now, that sounds like a mashup. Yeah. Florianopolis? Yep. Florianopolis. F L O. R I A N Opolis. Nice. There's a little thing over the O. Oh. Florianopolis. There you go. You nailed it. Say it again. Florianopolis. Yeah. Nicely done. Donna. Yeah. Long gone are the days of me saying "Mm, bye. You got it. We're watching uh, (laughs) Caterpillar become a butterfly, friends, and it's a dang good thing to watch. Thank you. We will take a break. All right. We will come back. Sure will. Oh, this is sort of cool. Um, there are shows out there that you can watch that just kind of put you in a mood. We're going to tell you the shows that you watch if you want to be in a specific mood. Uh, we'll get into that, maybe some other stuff. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk.